0: I don't know how well or how badly you can hear that That is the sound of my generator That is not a good sound Number one, it's a little rough, needs a tune-up, I'm sure but I shouldn't be running a generator because I've been plugged into a 30 amp outlet here at Charleston Park. Unfortunately, being plugged in isn't giving any power to my road trek. So the generator is on so that I can run my fridge and microwave. It should all be coming from the cable that was plugged in, and it's not. In other words, I have a problem. And I have a problem because I cursed myself. I cursed myself in two ways today. Um, My son was seeing me off. And when I finally thought, engine gone, wrote down the mileage, ready to go, leaving time, 11.45 a.m., heading to Charleston Lake. um, I backed up and my son said, whoa, 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 yelled whoa from the porch. And it's because I had uh, backed up over the cable. I had neglected to unplug the road truck. Now, I didn't do any damage to anything. I had only gone a few inches, but I ended up with the front wheel on the power cable. These are very thick, you know. They're, uh, you know, three-quarters of an inch, half an inch thick anyway. Um, I don't think that caused any trouble. However, that was a bad mistake. You never do that. You always, before you leave, you walk... 360 degrees around the vehicle you know you check everything and you certainly make sure you unplug and store the cable before you leave people have done it before uh, and to worse you know uh, graver mistakes like ripping the cable right out or something but no I just parked on it and had to move it six inches forward and uh, did that anyway that was a bad start and then I was got to Port Hope Stopped for lunch. Just I had my own a tuna roll and or, no, I bought some chicken and uh, not at Port Hope. I brought it from home. Okay, I just parked to eat my lunch en route. And Sue's muse said, "Have a good time." And I wrote back very cockily, "Garin fucking teed, Garen fucking teed." And I knew when I sent it, it was a stupid thing to send. And it was a curse. And I, I, you know, as ridiculous as it may seem, I brought this down on myself. And I knew as soon as I posted that, that was a dumb thing to say. That's tempting the gods. Garen fucking deed. Nothing in life is garen fucking deed, I'll tell you. Other than death. A little bit of misery before death. But to have put that, and, and then right after thinking what could go wrong well you know it should be fine I'm just going camping I've never had this happen before I've never been plugged in and not had power now it's just I mean it's fine I can camp you know I can sleep I can eat um but I've got a lot of food in the fridge and beer that won't stay cold as long as I'm not uh plugged in and and the microwave i have to run this noisy generator if i want it to work so I, I can work around it but it really signals a bigger problem i've posted it on facebook at the uh, road track owners groups i've had all kinds of advice which i can barely make any sense out of it's very nice that people are trying to give me good advice uh, here's another one ken i've been told not to start the gen set when plugged in or if it's 12 volt is on, but that would only harm the generator. Okay, that's fine. Um, what else we got here? Simple thought Did you have 12 volt on before you plugged in? No, I don't know if I did or not. Silly question. I'm going to have to answer him. Anyway, I just want to get started on this. I, I'm just, I'm upset. I'm upset. I'm, you know, I'm I'm just not going to enjoy today until this problem is solved, and it's not going to be solved today. I should call my brother like a little kid. You know, I'll always call my brother. He always had an answer. He knows this stuff. But it makes me feel childish. And of course, my wife tells me you you always use other people. You always take from other people. And of course, so I feel a little more guilty now about calling him. So I might I might hold off on that. All right, I've just had to share a little misery. Bye for now. Uh, yeah sorry i'm gonna have to uh, no i don't i don't i don't know if i have to whisper or not I hear crickets but I just don't know how far my voice carries so i think i'm gonna have to carry on in the whisper i'm, I'm sorry if this is uh, if this is a problem uh, in fact what i'll do is i'll i'll listen back to it and see how annoyed I get just listening Yeah, I'm I'm back. I just I just don't know what level of voice to use. So we'll try this for a while. Uh, I just yeah I needed to uh, touch base and let you know everything's fine again. The problem didn't go away. I had lots of advice. I thanked everybody. Um, but I realized uh, there's no point in just having a miserable oh my god you know um, trip because I'm worried about this. Problem with one of my possessions, you know, this vehicle. Um, but I've got a place to sleep tonight. I've got power if I need it. By just, you know, running the engine, the generator later on. Not tonight. Um, and this, there's, you know, it's an inconvenience. That's all it is, you know. And, and I'll have to get it fixed at some point, somehow. But uh, worry about that later. Uh, meanwhile, I called my brother. And there was, this is the part where I was thinking, "Gosh, if he was around, maybe it's only an hour or ten minutes to get to his place. Maybe I'll get him to have a look at it, and then I'll drive off to the other campsite. It's another hour the other direction." Um, but I knew to you know, find out what the situation because they were planning on camping maybe this weekend, and uh, so I phoned and asked his wife, my sister-in-law. And she said, yes, there they found a place and uh places. So I knew not to even mention this problem. Right? You know, there's no way. I'm not going to, uh, you know, suggest dropping by tomorrow because they're leaving tomorrow. So it was good. So the upshot is that I'm happy. I felt good that they're gonna have a nice little holiday it sounded great the daughter uh, their daughter did a lot of the research for them and found the places and um and my brother doesn't have to tow a trailer around he's five years older than me so he's close to 80 you know just you know, he's, you know second thoughts about am much longer he said i don't mind driving it to kingston but that's about it so the day will come, of course, when I'll want to get rid of this vehicle. But I was just thinking that I'll make sure everything is in fine order. I'll get it back. I'll spend the money. Unlike the house. I think with the house, we won't bother fixing it up. We'll just sell it. Say, hey, they're going to do it themselves anyway. We've already reduced the price. And yeah, you just hope you get your big wad of money. Because my wife does worry far too much about money, unfortunately. And uh, thinks that I should be, too. But That's just not the way I think. We'll move from that uh, topic, but it, it has been, okay, I guess here's the, the change was, I thought, well, all right, listen, I had one beer, that's all I've had all day. Um, you can have a talk or not. And I think, well, no reason not to. The first question was, do you want to build a fire? And I decided, I don't really feel like it. It's just a lot of work carrying the sticks. And where I'm parked into the fire grate, uh, was the deciding factor. No, it's too fucking far. Log boxes and chairs and wood and everything, and then sit that far away, and every time I need something, I got to walk from there all the way back to the fucking van. No, thank you. So I just, uh, I, I bought a recliner this time. Asked Dan, it was the last thing, and I was just hesitating. Do I bring a recliner or not? And I remember once bringing it to Mossport and being glad. So, um, yeah, got Dan to put that. it was the last thing to pack the recliner and uh, i'm glad to have it now these are the things that's the very one i record from when i'm sitting on my deck anyway 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 what i'm saying is i saved some part of a day i had rude okay you got that uh, the talk was the, the right thing to do and then what the hell go and get a beer and it happened to be the Bluebell bond or blueberry blonde uh, the one my wife refused to drink And I can see now she probably tried it. I maybe I bought it before, but it's terrible. It's absolutely terrible. Um, But I had to drink it because I was thinking about her. So I'm digging the punishment here. (sighs) Yeah. Sometimes you do. You, You sit back and you reflect and you do learn some things. I think I did, you know, pick up on a couple of clues tonight. So anyway, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end there, but I, I just wanted to say that um, the initial, oh my God, I've gone accursed, I've ruined my weekend, that, that's already gone. Oh yeah, when I talked to my niece, maybe, I, I don't know if, if I even started that story. Anyway, talked to my niece, and she said, hey, this weekend, I don't know what your plans are, but this weekend is the Spencerville Fair, which is a big deal. And there's a beer tent, and uh, I think Wayne Ronstead is singing on the Saturday night. So uh, I think I'm uh, I'm up for that. I'm up for that for sure. She said it'll just be like Russell when we saw Stompin' Tom Connor, and we did that indeed. So a uh, wonderful, wonderful offer suggestion from my niece. It delights me. So already, like this, has given some meaning to the uh, to the weekend. Yeah. So I'm going to uh, sign off with that note, but I, I do want you to know—I want myself to know—that everything is fine you now. I got a problem, and I'm going will have to get fixed sometime. But uh, meanwhile, we're okay. Yeah, it's not like I'm catering for somebody's party. And oh my God, the freezer broke. What am I going to do with all the ice cream? <sighs> Scarborough, dude, at uh, Charleston Provincial Park. And uh, shaping up to be um, yeah, a good little holiday after all, in spite of this initial setback. But it's just a show also. For a while there, I had a, um, not a twitch, but a, um, not a spasm, the opposite of a spasm. Kind of The thumb kind of got locked into place, you know. And it wasn't sure if it liked being in that place. It was sending messages saying, hey, get me out of here. And, uh... So I realized, okay, hey, the technical problem, the problem with the, uh, you know, electrical problem that I have now with the road check, hey, that's something that can get fixed. It really doesn't impact me personally, but hey, when your thumb starts acting up and your, your fingers all go on you, oh man, hey, you've got a problem here. it's your body. So, uh, you know, be grateful for, uh, the little things like getting my thumb moving again. All right. There you go. You had enough? Yeah, sure you yeah. have. Listen, I'm very, very excited about this uh, new podcast I'm doing. I think it's uh, I think it's going to be big. I think I'm going to have to hire a producer and a director, you know. All right. And because of this value, in this brand, the Scarborough Dude, the Dixon James brand, the Scarborough Dude brand name, you know, there's got to be some value in that. It stretches back. It's got a fucking history, man. Who else has been podcasting 16 years? Every week. Who else that put a 20 years, 25 years of a zine collecting oddballs around the world? Who else collects a lot of oddballs for friends? Pretty damn good at that, I tell you. I just have failures in other department. My answer was, the answer I wanted to give my wife, would be a very hard sell, was, but I'm an artist. I'm an artist. And, uh, yeah, in some ways I think I am. I've lived life as an art. That was a lesson from Henry Miller, I believe. I've got my heroes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. When it comes to... Oh, man. I'm, I'm honestly... I am so excited about this video. This YouTube series we're going to do. Because I, I was already picturing the Age of Reason, the trilogy by Sartre that I read in university. I've got all three of those in the same, you know, publishing. They're all with the black covers. So you don't just show one book. You show these three books, say, hey, and tell a little story about them. And then do a little research beforehand and find a passage that's worth reading, you know. Be spontaneous. Well, I mean, just be spontaneous. That's it. That's more fun. Just know. Flip it open. Pick a passage. And uh, and then just go with it. It's, it's got to have that free flow like this podcast does. Though The video has to be the same. As much as I'm saying, no, I want to structure it, structured, I'm going to bring the props out beforehand. Like, I'm not going to just sort of wait. I'm going to have, in advance, I will know what three books I'm showing or two or whatever. Um, you know, what artifact, what record, what magazine. I will have all these things in, uh, in advance prepared, you know. Yeah, and then just uh, go with it. I'll put some thought into it. I will put some thought into it. Some planning, some effort. But I think it could. I think it could attract an audience. I'm, I'm optimistic. All right. Signing off from the one and only Dixon Jane's podcast. Oh yeah. I got a cow in the car, but uh, no, it's a duck. No, what is it? It's one of those squeezy things. It's a goose. Duck. It's a duck. <laughs> yeah, Alright, signing off I'm not going to get it right No, no, you'll, you'll hear it later You're just going to have to wait Bye Check, check And uh, that noise you might hear in the background Is my generator Which means, unfortunately My power cable There's a short somewhere And it's just not working I was so hoping that Uh, the drive from Charleston Lake to here, which took me two and a half hours on just back roads. I could not have done it without my iPhone. You know, you go three kilometers on this road, turn left, you know, five down this, 12 down that. It just was, you know, all the back roads. I wanted to stay off the highways. Uh, The only place I had to go through was Smith Falls. And coincidentally, that's when my gas tank was showing empty. So, uh Pulled into Canadian Tire, knocked two cents off a liter. It's only about one fifty a liter, which is not bad. And uh, made myself a little sandwich. And uh, put the fridge on DC, which is the house batteries, which don't last very long. That's why people are going for you know these solar panels and so on to keep all your batteries charged up. Um, but driving down the road, I was able to charge up my charger, which is the thing I can plug my phone into, you know, independent of the, uh, van and, uh, keep it charged. Uh, that's a good thing. And here we are. So I just very carefully backed right up to the post. So I'm not even using the extension. I'm plugged right into the, uh, um, you know, what do you call it? The short circuit avoider, the, uh. Uh, surge protector plug that in first you wait two minutes it checks the circuits everything is okay here then you plug in your van and i go in looking for the light from the microwave to say yes we have power and uh, we do not have power so fire up the generator to recharge the batteries and uh, yeah i'm not going to put up with that noise much longer it's it's good the spot i'm in my god It's Fitzroy Provincial Park, it's a a beautiful spot, Uh, I I really like it. It is right on, supposedly here, Lake Madawaska, hang on, no, that's not right. Uh, It's supposed to be on the Pembroke River, I mean the Ottawa River. So yeah, not far from uh, Constance Bay, there's a ferry not far from here, crossing over to Quebec, on the other side near Arm Pryor, which we used to go through on the way to Ottawa. Arm Pryor. Nice town. So, it's near the town of Fitzroy Harbor, and uh, I will make my way back tomorrow from here all the way to uh, Kanata and uh, visit my sister and uh, go out for dinner tomorrow night and then hopefully see my niece and uh, family in... um, Kempville area, Oxford Station to be exact. Oh, I shouldn't give exact places. They they like their privacy. Kempville area. Um, And then maybe do the Spencerville Fair. Spencerville Agricultural Fair. That sounds like a a must do for the Saturday night. My plan is to park at the fairgrounds and keep the van there and sleep there so I can drink beer and Get a little high when I listen to uh, Wayne Ronstead if we uh, get the tickets for that okay that's just to bring you up to date uh, I'm glad the, the trip I planned I planned it in stages it was a longer drive to come all the way from uh, Toronto Street here I could have done it um, but I broke it up by a night in Charleston and that's when the bad news befell me but I got to tell you last night and I was okay there's nothing I can do about it so had the uh, tokes and put in the earbuds back on my old iPhone 5 at the older collection of music. And I, I, it's as if I was transported back to my 20s when you know that sound, especially in stereo with nice ear headphones, it was so good. I, I just enjoyed it. And last minute I got my son to throw in this recliner, I like think I mentioned. So I was just tilted back, looking up at the leaves, and hearing this incredible music. And we're going everything from Rubeck to jazz, to blues, to just everything in there. And I love that. So it And I carried it right on to bed. I just went to bed with the earbuds in and just continued to listen. So... It was a good night after all. Everything worked out fine, even with this little setback. Uh, my only bother with the setback is it's going to cost me money. Because, you know, I've got... I had advice from at least two dozen people on what to do, how to... What to try to fix the problem I've got with no power coming into the van. And most of them, you know, I can't do. I'm just not capable. There's no point in me buying a voltmeter if I don't know how to make proper use of it, and then what to do if I do find out where the short is, you know there's no point, so I'm going to have to pay some money, which uh, I resent, it's too bad, if uh, somebody like uh, the Virtual Youper lived next door, I'd be calling him up and he'd say, oh well, yeah, I can help. let me test that, oh there's your problem and it would be fixed <laughs> yeah, but not me, no, one more of my shortcomings alright, so, uh yeah, I'm gonna. I bought some firewood. I hate to spend ten dollars for a bag of firewood. Look. Yeah, I only got about six pieces. I mean, it's a ridiculous small amount, but the money is going to the park, and uh, that makes it a little. You know, I, I, I was able to give, and of course, I got a discount because of my handicap pass. So, I shouldn't say the pass because I'm handicapped and uh, don't make use of all the hiking trails. This is a crazy. My spot. It's kind of on a curve, on a hill, and I had to back in ever so carefully, but I'm fine now. So, um, all right, I'm going to go in there. I see I got an email from Janine. i got to get in touch with her. Scarborough Dude signing up from Fitzroy Provincial Park. I'll be back at you later, but uh, for right now, i just got to sit back and chill. But it was a lovely rural Ontario country drive getting here, and uh, that's what part of this trip is about. Bye for now. crows. They were right overhead. Oh yeah, it's a bunch of them. The tall pines. Ah, good morning. What would it be? It'd be, uh, gosh, I was going to say Sunday, but no, I'm midweek. Thursday. Thursday, yeah. Uh, Just after 10 o'clock, it's uh, September 8th. And I'm just up and out of bed. And that's because I was still wide awake at 4 a.m. And that's not a complaint. That was sort of by choice. Um, Gosh, I just stayed up by that fire. I had the perfect fire going last night. And a mix of wood, um, a couple of uh, commercial pieces that I should not have burned at all. But since I got them, I burned them. Friends warned me not to cook over them they give off poisonous fumes. It was a no-no, but they were just perfect, sort of rectangular, uh, you know, one-foot sticks. Anyway, I burned that. I burned some of the $10 wood, the bag I bought here that really only had five, six pieces maybe. I burned some of the kindling that I had from a leftover trip. And then, best of all, burned the limbs that uh, my wife had sawed off our uh, Japanese maple tree in the back. And I think probably there might have been a couple of other trees in there because they burned differently. She did trimming and I got my son to cut them up for me into uh, pieces no longer than a foot. And boy, boy, oh boy, I was just in the zone. I got the Huron Poker out of the back. You've heard about the Huron Poker. That's my uh, fire stick that I've been using for, I guess, a few years now. Found on the shore of Lake Huron. It's just <laughs> the perfect... You know, when you when you camp, there's little things you do, little rituals. And one of them is, you know, for every fire. You've got to have a decent stick to poke it with. Usually you save one and quite often in the old days it'd be the last thing tossed onto the fire. But this one travels with me in the back of the van. Something else I may put up for sale. Uh, It's got a history. It's got karma. I mean, it's not karma, but um, what do you call it? An energy, I guess. It's just uh, played around. And I just the movements they're, they're very um you look into the fire and you stare at it and you, you see where a piece of wood, now that it's burned, should go, where something should be moved to get more flame, where pieces should be brought together or separated or put at different angles to each other. You just you just look and you know. and And that's the art of fire making. And boy, last night I was just absolutely... On my game at my best, and so that fire went on for long, and then I just said, "Well, if I got the fire going, I'm going to have a beer." And I had a, I finally drank the um, oyster stout that Mister Francis Wooby Francis, thank you, shout out if you're still listening. Um, delicious, and it just you know you drink a stout at a slow pace, and that 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 was the right time for that beer. Then I thought, well, you know, I could have one more, and got myself a Kittlecanny, and that was, I didn't realize how light they were. Uh, so that was followed by another Kilkenny after some debate as to whether I should or not. Gosh, was there another in there? Oh, yeah, there might have been a Pilsner in there. I don't know. Anyway, I think it was total four beer. And um, several tokes on different joints, mostly the joints that I had rolled and the music on, and uh, boys and girls, I see this repeatedly. But uh, again, this is to a new level of just hearing music and not knowing what's coming up. And there are many songs on that collection of twenty one hundred songs that, of my God, I've never heard this before. Things that were just loaded on the mother load, Somewhere I had over ten thousand songs that I've used in my Dixon Jane's podcast, but. I think that might be on a drive somewhere, I'm gonna to have to check. But anyway This and yet here suddenly it would be Dylan, suddenly it's Bowie, suddenly it's classical, suddenly it's jazz, suddenly and it not I any mean, <laughs> suddenly Well, yeah, there's a change, okay. But forget suddenly, it's not a very good word to use. You don't want sudden, you just want this transition where your mind is into it. And and it's just the music just filled my hand. That's all there was. There was me in the dark of the night, although the moon came out quite wonderfully, like a big, like a flashlight torch shining down God damn mosquito around. And I did something last night that was very wise, and that is I put on the outside light. The, uh, the road track has one little light on the, the side that you get in and out, you know, and load stuff into the, into the body of the vehicle, the rear door. And not the rear door, the side door. And um, it has a little light over it. And boy, did that ever help in the darkness when I get up. Because, you know, after consuming weed and beer, I've got to be very careful, especially around the fire. My, the knee that I have now, <laughs> the replacement knee, uh, I did do damage at a camping trip when I uh, tripped over my Huron Poker, and uh, it's not been the same, I know I had an x-ray and I never heard back, and I, there's nothing they can do, but it's just, I can tell from the bending, it ain't right, so anyway, I just got to be careful, and uh, I, I was, no accidents, wow, I'm looking down at what's left of the firewood, I went through a lot last night, but it was just, hey, this is the time, and then, what was so wonderful, you still with me, yeah? What was so wonderful, Um, God, I'm thinking it must have been around three. When I looked at the coals, it was just down to coals, and that's the time, you know, I can safely go to bed now. And I thought, no, wait a minute, I got sausages. This would be the perfect time, so I'm back to the road trek. So I still, the energy was still there to keep going back to the road trek. Then I had to find out my special sausage cooker. It's wonderful metal contraption that can cook three or three burgers or whatever at a time perfect and just sort of put that right on top of the coals and uh got brought out one of the wraps and the new mustard i bought for this trip and oh my god was i in heaven because when a dog over the fire that's still piping hot and squirting juice when you bite into it uh Tightly wrapped in this very very nice multigreen thing, so uh, ugh, tasty. By the time I got them inside, another half had already been gone. That one had been sliced up, and uh, just a piece at a time. Mm, mm, mm. So dogs by the fire—that's uh, that's off the checklist. That was done, and uh, I hadn't planned on it, but just hey, that was the right time. So. I didn't talk I didn't record because a lot of it I I was doing some exchanges with a couple of people you know Barnacle Bill back and forth Um, but most of it I just kept to myself and uh, was just so much the thing about the music is you you have no choice but to be in the moment as you're listening to that sound you're in you're with that voice you're with that guitar you're with those drums you're, you're with it As it changes, as it moves, as it goes to the next lyric or whatever, you know, chord, what have you, you're just, at that's the present, and it's the ever-changing present, and it's, ugh, all right, all right, all right, you're not listening anymore. Yeah, he's just droning on. Yeah, I was droning on, but what a fabulous fucking time I had by my campfire last night burning the wood that my wife cut down, thinking a lot about my wife and both my sons, texted them both. Ah, uh, just good. And and good being on my own and good that I can still fucking do this. You know, you think about my brother's just, he's had it with towing this trailer. And I know, you know, and he's five years older, he's almost 80, and the day will come when I will not want to drive this very far. I'm already nervous about driving to uh, Lowell, Massachusetts. Seems like a big trip to me. Well, it's two days to get there. Anyway, I'm going to uh, make myself some coffee. I got a whole pile of dishes. That's the other nice thing. I just, I'm doing it my style. I just load the dishes into this basin in the sink. I'll do them all at once. i not going to do five times doing dishes after every meal. I'll, uh, I'll see if I have enough to, for, to feed myself now and then after make a big one. And meanwhile, i got to go make a big, another big vat of coffee. I have to make this in the pot with the instant. And it's an Escafé dark instant. And boy, that is strong coffee. And uh, that's just what I need a little more of. So Scarborough, dude, signing out from Fitzroy Provincial Park. Not a sign of anybody in the whole area. It's like I'm on top of a hilltop. Well, actually, it's quite a fucking slant here. Um, This road goes down like it's a hilly park, which is wonderful. Uh, How they carved these sites out, what a job that must have been. But uh, here I am, not a person around, and absolutely loving it. Signing off. Bye for now. Ding-dong. Okay, folks, I'm, uh, I'm back. Still sitting in my recliner. Um, I moved in, actually, from the full sun into the shade. The sun was just getting too much. Uh, the sky is just this incredibly clear blue. And it is beautiful up here at uh, Fitzroy Provincial Park. I will be back. Uh, This seems like a a fall project. I've spoken to uh, a couple of people and both agreed, don't come here in the summer when it's full of kids. It's noisy. Uh, Come September after school starts. And uh, that seems a good plan. And I noticed on the map there's another park called Voyageur on the Ottawa River just uh, near the Quebec border. And I think I'm going to, uh, maybe next year, that'll be my target for next year. Another provincial park in the eastern zone. Uh, anyway, I dug out my book, Go See the Movie in Your Head. I've shared a few of these clips with you, so you know what the deal is. Um, the one previous to what I just read was uh, to imagine two animals, and you had to imagine. And and then, I think I did this drill with you already. You imagine them talking to each other and what they would say, what, what the relation was between them. And my two animals were a cow and a snake. And, of course, the snake represented all the negative things I feel about myself, the the sneakiness, the doing it for myself. It's almost a viciousness of uh, can't be trusted. Everything that I feel I may have, qualities that I may have in me, was sort of represented by this snake. And the cow was just the opposite. It's big. It's kind of dumb. It lumbers along. They're walking down a road. And that cow's kind of lovable and gentle, and that's the person I want to be, and that's maybe the persona I I put forward. But I fear a little bit. uh, There's a little more of the snake in me. So anyway, I moved on to today's challenge, and that was to get two pieces of paper. So if you're at home now listening to this and you want to try this experiment, you can hit the pause button now uh, but get first of all, before you stop, listen to what I have to say. I'm going to tell you. Go and get two pieces of paper and a, and a pencil to draw with, okay? Okay, we're back. If you hit the pause, we're, you've got your paper and pencil. Now, or you can do it like I did in your head, okay? What I did and what we were asked to do. Let me read it exactly. I uh, should have prepared this before. Well, the drawing images first, it's just, okay, some later time you want to look at the, okay, no, no, no. Now, um, take the two pieces of paper and draw a different tree on each sheet. Draw a different tree, write an adjective for each, and write what each tree would say to the other. Now, I skipped that part, an adjective for each. An adjective. All right. Well, the first one would be tall, and the second one would be fruitful. I'll describe my trees in a minute. So, okay, There's my adjectives. Um, and write what each tree would say to each other. Um, the, yeah, are you for real would be the one tree. Uh talking to the now I know this is this this isn't going to work if I don't describe my trees. Okay, so what were my trees? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, how do you feel about the trees also, right? Um my trees were the one was because I'm in this campground I'm looking up at tall pines. All I drew or in my mind was the trunk of a tree. There were no branches, no leaves, no pines, nothing. It was just straight two parallel lines going up from the bottom of the page to the top. Just a part of a tree. No beginning No end, no bottom, no top. Just a midsection of this tree. Okay? That's what I saw. Now, the second tree was when you're asked to draw a tree when you're a little child in elementary school. And it's all of this big... It's a short tree, and it's just full of leaves. It's a big, like, a round balloon on top of it, or cloud, maybe. And it's got apples in it, you know, some fruit. Apples are the one I knew. So it's a child-drawing of an apple tree, but, you know, you, it's just a it's very simple, just a big, huge cloud, but it sort of represents kind of a happiness back in school. Ooh, look, there's an apple tree. Uh, so anyway, do, to what was the relation? So he's asking you about those things. Um, Join the images Fertile Avenue, all right. What were they telling you about the future? There's the question, all right. What are they telling you about where you are right now Here's the question. Okay, are you with me? Have you imagined your trees? Because if you're not doing this, it's, it's pointless. It's pointless. You're just listening to my story. Imagine, do your own trees, for Christ's sake. I mean, you're a listener. Have you, have you got nothing at all other than just a pair of ears? Do you not have an imagination of your own? Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. All right. How do these drawings <laughs> of your images relate to your life? Oh, and I can tell you, I can tell you. What are they telling you about where you are right now? What are they telling you about the future? Well, how do they react to your life? Well, I've been, I spend so much of my time in the past. So that tree with the apples and just the little child drawing represents the past. It represents all the things I have in my basement, the bar, the things I've held on to. Like th- this child part of me that I don't want to lose and give up that's that's just a part of me, and that that's there's that an innocence to it there's a there's a you know a special time you're a child, you're free, you have imagination, you can color you can you you you're happy in that place, but the other tree where you only saw the two parallel lines, represents the fact that I don't know about the future. I don't know where the end is. I have no idea is it soon will it be a surprise? Is it you know? Can I see it in the distance? Can I predict how long it will be? I don't know. That tree is just the two parallel lines, and you can't. And it's like what I really feel about life. You're living in the now, and the now is that center part of the tree. It's not tomorrow. It's not the past. It's not the roots. It's not the <coughs> the last branch on top. It's just the now, in the middle, This going on right now. That's what it represents. God damn, I love this. Um. But it's also, so when they talk, the tree with the fruit and the apples a little child's drawing, you know, and maybe it's got, you've colored, you got brown for the trunk and green for the leaves, and maybe you put in a red apple. It's got those three basic colors, right? Maybe a blue sky behind. Who knows? Maybe you got a yellow sun if you're going to extend the picture. But anyway, just for the tree, never mind. Green and brown. Um... So where were we? Oh, yeah. What were they seeing? So the tree, the child drawing tree, looks up at the other tree, these tarot, and says, are you for real? Because, in fact, that tree represents reality. Very different. They are opposites. That tree, those those branches, represents this is the real tree. This is life. This is what's going on. This is now. This is real. You are just sort of a a figment of the imagination of a, a childhood memory, that's what he's saying. Uh, so anyway, they, so the tree, child tree says, are you for real? And the tree trunk answers. Now, I had my answer, and it's it's gone. I think it said, yes, I am. Yes, I am for real. Because that is what I'm trying to deal with right now. Anyway, a little exercise, boys and girls. You may have found that the most dull part, but if it does... If you did find that dull, it is your fault, okay? You are entirely responsible for how you perceive this message. It is not, I take no responsibility for your lack of imagination, all right? Your lack of imagination, not my fault. That sits with you. All right, we'll stop there. We've had enough. Bye for now. Quack, quack. This will be short. I just thought I'd check in, um, I guess, because I wanted to share this moment. And, you know, you have to wonder, I have to wonder, why? Why? Why isn't it enough just to have it by myself, which I've been doing Uh, and enjoying? Why do I have to take another step and say, tell somebody that I'm enjoying myself right now why and uh, i don't know the answer it seems wired into me but i gotta tell you first of all half a gummy these are this is the thing that i had left out they melted they squashed and so i've been salvaging that pack that's the first of three bags i have of them uh so anyway cut one in half and, uh, you know, about maybe half an hour ago I was thinking, well, gee, nothing much happening here. Maybe I'll just go get the other half. And uh, now I find, oh, yeah, there was a lot happening here. I'm glad I didn't go and get the other half. But the trees, I am, I am just fucking in love with the trees here today. Look, the sun is on them now. This, this is a heavenly gift. What I am looking at is a heavenly gift. The light on the different types of trees, I can't identify, I mean, I know these are all pines. That one with the yellow, I don't know, and it's another different color. Anyway, anyway, I, I, I'm ignorant, you know, but it, it's, the thing is, somebody could rhyme off the name of every tree and tell you a fact about them, but I can look at it and just feel in love and, and just the, 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 section of this for the top part of this tray, it's like i'm in my recliner thank god i got dang at the pack the recliner i knew it in advance and i've added one more thing to my uh list and that is uh, a small bottle of southern comfort just as a coffee sweetener up uh, you know something like that and it is a drink that was there the first time i met my wife so i sort of it's you know it, it belongs and of course, it was a drink of fun in Vancouver. But anyway, let's just leave the southern comfort aside. Uh, the The sun is broken through; the sky is blue. I'm at this Fitzroy for the first time, But this is this is the peak of the holiday. At fire last night, I was up till three cooking sausages. I, I am, and I feel so often like have I died and gone to heaven. Like this just seems like such a reward. Sun on my face, lying in a recliner, feeling amazing from eating that little gummy thing with a little THC put in there, and looking up at the blue sky and the shape of these trees and this one in particular, that as I look up, it's looking down at me. Oh yeah, where it's back and forth, baby. <laughs> And it's just damn wonderful. It's just fucking wonderful. So beautiful. Just the natural beauty of trees. This gift. Okay, that's. Uh, I guess we've done enough of that. I'm gonna get back to the music. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, now I'm now I don't mind having shared that with you. Oh, three minutes seemed a lot longer than that. Alright, anyway, I'm going back to the music. Talk to you later. Bye. Hello. Hello. Okay. Listen, folks. It's, uh, after two in the morning. That would be Sunday morning, you know, late Saturday night. I'm lying in the cell in the driveway of my, uh, My niece and nephew in law. A place I like to come to out in the rural countryside. Outside of Ottawa. And, um, it's been a great visit. It's been a great visit. But right now, at this moment, I am dealing with heartburn. And it's nasty. And I can't sleep. It's it's a scary sort of heartburn. Like, oh my God, am I gonna die? And you know you're not, but you, you know, you get scary thoughts. Like, this is not comfortable. This is not good. Um, And I'm I'm saying, you know, out loud. I'm saying, oh my God, oh my God. Ah, wanting the discomfort to go away. It's discomfort. I wouldn't call it pain, but discomfort. And, uh, with it, some dark thoughts, you know. Phew. It's been a good little holiday. Um, we didn't solve. I had, uh, Ollie, um, look at the problem today, you know, see what he could, holding a voltmeter in his hand, but uh, I don't think anything ever got measured. We never really found out where the problem was, so still without uh, power. (coughs) But um, learning, I've drained my batteries a few times, and I realize, oh, that's what the inverter is for. Have it on so you can charge up your systems. But uh, the batteries die. And uh, you run the engine for a while, or you run the uh, generator and you get power back. So I got light, but it's a problem that I'll have to take in to be solved, as I've mentioned. And I guess it sort of bookends this trip, beginning and ending. Um, But it hasn't defined the trip. The The, the trip has been about, again, it's often, well, the camping alone was nice. And uh, last evening with my sister and brother-in-law, I enjoyed going out for dinner and uh, now here in the countryside, uh, always good conversations. I, I know I'm making this sound quite flat, but the conversations are real and they're deep and then differences of, of opinion, real differences, but real conversation, real engagement that's good. Alright, I gotta shut down. I'm just uh, I'm just not a happy camper right now. I've this pain is bothering me. Yeah, not pain, discomfort. You know, like heartburn kind of discomfort. Alright. That's all I got. I'm looking forward to the fair tomorrow, the Spencerville fair. Um, I had a wonderful uh Julia gave me a wonderful little tour of Spencerville. A town a lot of you won't know, in fact. I'd be surprised if any listener here knew Spencerville, Ontario. Not far from here where I am now. And uh, tomorrow's a fair day. Gonna be uh, you know? Some entertainment, some music, uh, you know, Demolition Derby, I guess. Uh, So, uh, yeah, stuff to see, stuff to enjoy, to come forward to it. Talk to you later. Bye for now. Okay. I'm back, and uh, this is the tail end of the podcast, number 911. not going to say anything about 9-11, which was yesterday. Today is uh, September 12th. I'm in Thompson Park on my way to the grocery store. Oh, my God, there's that man again. Remember last time I was here, I talked about a man who walks around the park time after time after time in this strange stride, talking out loud, And here is today in the rain, and just, you know, somebody who's just a little off-kilter. Sort of normal, but not quite, you know. It's, um, I don't know if it's sad, or he seems to be doing fine. I mean, he's obviously found what he likes. Anyway, gosh, that's like, squirrel, you know, what's that over there? Uh, Right here in my hand is my new Buddha incense burner. I'm so happy with it. And I'm happy about the circumstances. I I guess, oh my God, I got such a mess behind me, or you've just listened to such a mess. I'm home now, my little holiday of uh, three nights camping, followed by a a very nice evening and uh, night with my uh, sister and her husband uh, at their house in Canada, uh, followed by a wonderful evening with my niece and nephew. And a chance to meet their two grown-up children now, 17 and 21 or something like that. So, fine quality time with family members. That's very different from camping. So, it sort of made the trip worthwhile, considering the price of gas. Which reminds me, my tank is empty. I'm going to get that full soon. On my list... Uh, as well as I've booked an appointment, I can only get in two weeks from now, my God, to see if somebody can if the technicians can fix the electric problem. The problem is I've booked Owasco, which is uh, only thirty minutes from where I live. And it's the place say you gotta really watch your bill and the charges. And they are very short on technicians, qualified people. And this is the problem with this growing field of road tracks and trailers and everybody getting into it. There aren't a lot of good service technicians around to do this stuff. And it's complicated stuff. It's not just taking a hammer to something. It, you've got to know the water, the plumbing, the electrics, You know, there's an awful lot to them. But anyway, two weeks from now, two weeks today... I will uh, take it in unless somebody else comes along and solves the problem for me. And, of course, I'm worried about the the cost I'm going to have to pay. It's sort of out of my hands, whatever they're going to charge me. And um, that's kind of weighed on me. I'm feeling kind of depressed. I guess it's sort of that Monday feeling, even though it's not because I'm going off to work. But I've mentioned, you know... (laughs) This podcast, I I think somewhere I started, it was probably the last episode, about can we improve ourselves, can we get better, can we be kinder, gentler, more loving, more compassionate, you know, just a better person overall. And I'm feeling very much the need to change. And simply put, I don't know how to change. I don't know how to be a better person. And in particular, with regards to my family, to both my sons and my wife, they, they, my immediate family, I feel I've failed them. I don't like talking about it. It's not a good feeling. It's not comfortable at all. And uh, perhaps others feel that way, but wouldn't be inclined to share those feelings. And then perhaps others feel, no, hey, what are you talking about? I was a great dad. Well, I um, I could have got. I could have been better. And the thing is, well, of course, it's not too late. Nothing's too late. But how to how to how to be better? I don't know how to be more giving, how to be less selfish. So um, that's all I'm going to uh, say about that. And uh, but it was enough to make me feel. Ah, maybe I won't do any more damn podcasting. It's it's you know it's taking away. It's it's all about me, and that's what I'm trying to. Bring about a change in. Toronto news. 11 people shot over the weekend. 11 people shot in the GTA. This is it like nightclub. Sometimes you hear, oh, it's 5.30 in the morning, you know, on Queen Street. What the fuck are you doing out at 5.30? Well, who? What kind of people are out there now? I can say that. I was, but when I did 4 a.m. on this, uh, this last week, I was sitting alone by a campfire without, without guns and ammo. So that's a little different. Anyway, um, the Spencerville Fair, I don't know. You know, this is such a mix-up. So after my sister went to my niece, there she said, we're going to the Spencerville Fair. Spencerville Fair is about a 10-minute drive from where they live. A neat little town. But the surprising thing, when I went to the fair, $15 for the day to get in, and that included free pass to go to the uh, entertainment tent and listen to Wayne Ronstead. Well, I waited for Wayne Ronsted to come on. And uh, after about the third song, I decided, okay, I guess I can say I've seen Wayne Ronstead. Uh, very few people would know that name. Uh, some older Canadians, my age. Because he, he looked, he was about a year older than me, sitting on a stage with a cane and a chair and a couple of guitars and... Singing songs and talking about charity work and Spencerville and uh, the Ottawa Valley. That's the kind of where he comes from. That's his music. So nothing more to say about that. The Elvis impersonator went on forever. It was horrible. I had to sit through him to wait for Wayne. And then then it was time to get home. And I didn't get home till after dark, till after eat. Oh, it felt good to do an old basket of laundry today. Better put that in the dryer. And take back the empty beer cans and wine bottles. Now I've got to clean up the road track. i got shit to do, and maybe if I do all my stuff, I'll feel better. Uh, Top priority right now is to get up the street to the grocery store, uh, no frills, and buy the ingredients I need to make another tuna casserole for supper so that when the uncle comes home from work, tired on a Monday, she will have supper waiting for her. That's the plan anyway. Um, I guess that's about it. The Spencerville Fair, it was fun walking around. Well, the highlight. The the, the highlight, and I suppose maybe the highlight of the holiday, was the uh, Demolition Derby. Those are great fun. I've just beat up old cars, and the rule is you, you back up into cars, and last guy who can still move is the winner. And they had a grudge match at the very end with just the last three cars. So it was... Good fun. I mean, I was laughing out loud and yelling, and uh, that felt good. It's another. I talked about the music being in the moment. The demolition derby is, <laughs> it is in the moment. Bam! You know, and when they the noise of those engines, of course, there's no mufflers, there's nothing, and it's it's a riot. It was great fun. So uh, that's it. Uh, the other thing to say about Spencer Hill, Phil, it was all white, all white people. Small-town rural Ontario is not, uh, you know, a a multicultural hive. And it was quite amazing to be walking around. Everybody's white. I mean, these are all local. From all the surrounding towns, people go. It's a big fair. So they're not just from Spencerville or from all the other places, but that would be Kempville and Merrickville and... uh, you know maybe as far as ganna right now probably not but anyway rural ontario all white quite amazing to see so um that's it i i only had 9 minutes left to uh, finish this off um I, I stay tuned I, you know i'll be back i'll be in a better mood and i'll maybe i'll learn something about how to actually change or improve or Be kinder. I I really don't know. I think some of you are just naturally that way and very giving. And I am not, and I haven't been my entire life. So it's kind of hard to change. And I guess in terms of parenting, my role model, my father, he was uh, distant. You know, he didn't really have easy conversations. So... That's not, well, yeah, I guess it's a little bit of an excuse that, that I should be looking for excuses, but uh, that's it. Anyway, I'm happy with my little incense burner in my hand now. Um, I asked him how much. He said, oh, turned it over. He said, I guess my wife pri- priced this one, his wife long deceased, 50 cents. And I said, well, that's not enough. How about I give you a dollar? And he was pleased and uh, and smiled and thought it was funny that I was upping the cost of the. But I love it it's in my hand. It's perfect. It's a model of Daibutsu, the big Buddha in Kamakura. Scarborough kind of dude, yeah. And, and it's funny though, you know. Holding this in my hand, I feel better. It, it's. It, this is the thing. It was the sort of almost the last act on this trip. And I I walked through his shop. It's an amazing shop. But my niece warned me about the smell. And it's that smell of, you know, all the books. And it, it was a treasure trove. I will go back for sure. It's only open 11 to 3, only a few months of the year. Uh, probably won't be this year. that I'll get back to Spencerville. But uh, I talked to the old man. And uh, I felt a little bad about not buying anything. And then just as I was about to leave, in the corner of my eye, I'm standing at the counter looking at him. In the corner of my eye, I catch this little gold Buddha. ta What's that? And here it is in my hand now. And so I'm, I'm taking this as an affirmation, a, a positive feeling. Yeah, things can change. I mean, the Buddha represents love and gi- kindness and gentleness and, and the fact that I'm holding this. Not that it's going to change me, but it's a sign that I found this at the end when I wanted to do something nice. And the fact that I paid more than the asking price is all a sign of, um, a direction I need to move in. So I'm, yeah, I'm leaving. I'm, I'm glad I stayed for the extra minute. I'm glad I'm holding this in my, I feel so happy holding it in my hand. Isn't that a weird thing? It's really feeling good. I'm, I'm happy to be looking at this thing. So I'm going to end on that note. Um, come back next week. Bye for now. Sorry, I went over a little longer, but, uh, The Buddha said, it's okay, buddy. Bye for now. Oop, I've already put the bell away, so ding dong!